Oh, uh, reminds me. You remember? You remember staying alive? Remember the movie, of Dave? John Travolta. Yeah. Walking down the streets. I think it was of New York. It, it's what I imagined you doing, walking down the streets of New York. You know, kind of sway, um, swaying and staying alive. Yeah. And, and to the BGs. Yeah. When did you get back? I got back yesterday. Yesterday morning. Yeah. And you last uh, when we spoke last week, you were um, seeing quite a, a little bit about, or quite a lot about the mood there in the U.S. I guess on the on the long, long flight back home, you've had chance to really assess, assess it. Are you still uh, quite bullish about technology shares and so on? I I, I still remain, you know, I still remain of the view that uh, the ga- you know, tech is never going to stop. The gains in tech, and particularly in the environment that we see ourselves now. Um, that somewhere down the line uh, it's going to continue to push the economy out. It's very hard to to work out who's going to win and who's not going to win. But I think, Alex, the thing is to just to keep in touch with developments and somewhere along the line you'll be able to, you know, to pick up the trends. So I continue to believe that uh, uh, whether it's in Europe, whether it's in China, in all areas, just watch those companies who are who are you know leading in in uh, technology, and I like big tech because those that are already making money. You know, you asked me about Uber. Um, I like the disruption that Uber is bringing, but you got to ask, well, who's going to make money out of this? And it's probably uh, actually I'm not quite sure in those in in, in those circumstances, but it's uh, it's just a disruption that I find very intriguing and 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 enjoy. You know, enjoy trying to follow. It's a challenge to find the right kind of companies. And, you know, by doing that, we picked up a few months ago, which we've done fairly well, there's a company called ASML. And ASML is actually a Dutch company that produces, um, I'm not going to try the technological terms, but that produces lithography uh, or equipment, you know, from which you make the chips. Or, you know, you, you it's, it's highly, highly specialized equipment. You know what it reminds me of? Remember Buffett bought that Israeli company? Yes. It, it's those kind of companies that I think become the winners that are leading edge of technology. They made specialized parts. You know, they had the machines that could cut or either In this case, uh, ASML is a similar type company with leading edge uh, technology that has almost a monopoly in that kind of area. So I think the more you delve, you know, the more you go into, uh, you're going to find these kind of businesses. Iskar is the name of that company. That's I, right, I remember that's we right. were there no. together at the that's Berkshire right. AGM when, when no. he made the announcement. It was one of his, I still remember the, the headline in, uh, we then yeah. used to, we used to have the citizen, we used to have an insert in the citizen for MoneyWeb and I remember the headline was Buffett Goes Global. Uh, yes. I kept it for a long time. I don't know what happened to it somewhere along the, the path, but exactly that Iskar company. Dave, I, I'm almost sure that at that Berkshire AGM, which is some years ago, Jean-Pierre Foster was also there. We, we spoke to him earlier this evening and I asked him what he would be doing with his NASPAS shares. Now I know you're a huge supporter of NASPAS. Yeah. You've got this, this conundrum. Do you, do you convert your, your shares, uh, or part of your shares into uh, the international listing, and then pay tax on it, or do you do you, uh, swap that back for extra NASPAS shares? What, what are you going to be doing? I, you know, I'm still debating. Um, you're going to have to pay that tax eventually. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to happen somewhere down the line. You know, so so sometimes we actually kid ourselves 
uh, about tax. In fact, on every statement that we produce, we should actually have another column which is the potential uh, capital gains taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I will uh, hang on. My worry is that maybe those rates will go up at one stage. So I think we're taking a decision and, and um, you know, that we will pay the tax and actually go for the extra shares uh, in, um, you know, in, in Amsterdam. Um, I, it, it's there. It's built in. You've just got to, you've just got to have the cash flow set aside to do so. Well, that makes, I do like. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense, Dave, because if you have a look at the demands on the South African Treasury, yeah. uh, there are going to be increases in taxes in yeah. one way or the other. So rather yeah. just bite the bullet today and hope that yeah, Maspers mm, get it. I, get I, it. I, I think they're going to do well. I've been, I've been quite impressed by, by the latest results and how we're seeing. Things start to change. I know it's very early days in the classifieds and in other areas of the business, but it comes back to the delivery. You know, uh, when I drive home in the evenings, uh, um, round about Melrose Arch, outside I see, uh, must be 10, 15 odd people, um, on motorbikes. These are Uber Eats, mm. you know, just waiting, <laughs> waiting to go deliver food. And I and I look at it because I know that I think uh, Nasdaq are also involved in these kind of businesses. So along the way, I think their their quest for innovation and their quest to you know find something, I think eventually will reveal uh, something else. Maybe not another Nasdaq. So I like you know I, I, I'm glad that they're going there and they're going to be able to raise the money. The one thing is that there's a lot of capital globally for for a good idea. You know, that's what we spoke about when you asked me about my son-in-law's uh, uh, listing on NASDAQ. You know, we pulled up and uh, raised that point that there's so much cash out there looking for a home, looking for re- for innovation. So I think if you've got the ideas and if you've got a business like NASDAQ, which has built up such a magnificent um, name, I think, uh, and, and you know, it's experience in that area. This is almost like its own, you know, it's like a Silicon Valley, a mini Silicon Valley, something like SoftBank as well. So... I, I, I like the idea that they're going there and you know, going to look out for uh, for new ideas. Yeah, the, the point you make about the convenience or the food delivery service is one of the two big areas that they focus their mm. attention. And Delivery Hero, which they've got a big slug of, which is listed in Germany, gives you that indication as well mm. that it is a... It's a booming, yeah. booming area. Dave, just to, to close off with, we did talk a little earlier with Nick Dreyer. He's a, a co-founder of Feltskun, which is a yes. company that's yes. 49% owned by your pal, Brian Joffe. Now, yes. Brian, um, first, I'd like to just, just get a feeling of what Brian's up to because I don't know if you, if you read through the details of Dan Machila's uh, PRC statement. He said he went against the EdCon investment by the PRC because yes. he would have done it only if Brian Joffe had put in 500 million, which he wanted to do. So Joffe is certainly looking for the whales. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that would have been a bit too big for him to buy. And to be honest, um, he got half bitten with EdCon Ingram. I think they're only making their money back now. I, I think EdCon I would avoid. I, I think that was... Um, you know, talking to people who've been involved in raising the capital to save EdCon, I think I think the whole business model has to change, and I don't know whether they've got enough time or ammunition uh, to actually turn it around. I, I think I would avoid, uh, really avoid it. So, 
I think he did himself a favour. Why the PRC went in, you know, I think maybe he was right. I'm, I'm not sure they should have been saved. But the consequences, and this is where the investment bankers came in. I think Investec were involved and some other big names. The big worry, and this is this is this is interesting talking to people. The big worry was that if Edcon failed. There were fears, literally fears, that people would storm the stores, you know, in protest of losing jobs. They would, because they were going to lose money, they would have grabbed goods and that. So there was a genuine fear of rioting around the country uh, if they closed the doors of, um, you know, of of of, of Edcon. That might have been a tool to get people to put money in. But uh, you know, some of the some of the stories that one picks up from, uh, you know, from just chatting to friends or chatting to people. Uh, are quite scary. So I think Joffy did himself a big favour by, you know, by, by not getting it and not being involved. Yeah, 140,000 jobs on the line yes, uh, with Edcon. Yes, Good. Uh, yes. Let's hope Grant Patterson pulls a, a few rabbits out of the hat there. <laughs> uh, David, but what about Feldskun? It's a it's a tiny business in the in in Joffy's uh, career. Yeah. But it's a very exciting one. They've got Ashton Krista wearing them now in the United States and, and, uh, and going into Jamaica and going into Asia and. Uh, you know, one of my favourite pairs of shoes is the Feldskins. Oh, they're, so they're not going to date. They're not going to date. I can wear it to Newcastle any time, and, and I'll be in fashion. Tackies, tackies, and Feldskinner are not going to date. They're going to change their form. The, I, I, you know what I always do when I was in the uh, underground. I would always look at the footwear. What are people wearing on that? And one of the big brands coming through is uh, Vans, a company called V A N S. No, like. Uh, um, like some of the other tacky, I call them tackies and that. But, um, Alec, these, you know, that's what kids wear. It's, it's the sneaker mentality. So I don't, I think you'll change your designs a little bit, but I promise you, Felskin will still be there. They'll always find, uh, takers and it's, and it also comes down to marketing. So, um, I bought some, they weren't Felskin, they were clocks. Uh, you remember Clark's? Yes, <laughs> yes. You went to school in Clark's shoes. <laughs> you did but I've indeed. Got a, yeah, I've or Barter. Got, I've got, mm. Yeah, that's exactly. So I've got Clark's Felskrin on that. And I still wear them, you know, with great pride. They just, there's just something about uh, Felskrin that I always find attractive. David Shapiro is uh, always giving us his wonderful insights. And tonight, I know I'm, uh, I'm going to be overrunning my normal hour, but that doesn't matter. That's part of the whole live radio, internet radio story. And lovely to have David back from the United States giving us his unique insights. We've got a.